Welcome to the Balance Bod Pod, where we talk about all things balancing life and health so you can have your cake and eat it too. Or your donuts or your pizza or whatever your thing is. But seriously, health is the greatest gift that we have and it does not have to come at the cost of enjoying the fun parts of life. So through the podcast, we're going to explore and experience for ourselves what balance truly looks like in our own lives. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Balanced Bod Pod. I'm Corinne Graustra, holistic health coach, podcaster, and blogger, trying to help you find your balance one step at a time. Today's podcast review comes from Lex Lee One, and she titles it Health Made Easy. She says, for once, it's not complicated. This podcast is easily understandable for the commoner like me. I'm able to put into action the steps she's giving me without feeling like I have to meet a deadline. Instead, I get to make the changes over time and watch how they work. Slow and steady really does win the race. Thanks, Balance Bod Pod, forever and admirer, Lexi. And thank you, Lexi. I so appreciate the feedback and the review. You guys, remember that the reviews mean the world to me and the ratings help me, of course, in all the different podcast apps. So again, it is so simple. Apple has made it so easy. You go to the podcast, you scroll down to where you can see the reviews and the ratings and you click that rating and then you can write a review. It's directly underneath the reviews that are already there. They have recently updated it and made it so, so simple. So don't forget to do that. It means it seems like a really small thing. It will maybe take you 30 seconds, but it means the absolute world to me. So with that all being said, I wanted to share something a little bit different today. We've talked about, this is episode eight, and so we've talked about quite a few things so far. There's way more to come, so (laughs) stay tuned for that. But I wanted to share something a little bit different in, I realized I haven't actually shared my story or my view on health or the different things that I I believe. So I wanted to share today my heart for health. That's what this episode is called. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably know that I'm currently in school to further my education in health coaching, even though I'm currently coaching full-time. I mean, what can I say? I love learning and learning loves me. <laughs> I would completely be a full-time student for the rest of my life if somebody paid for it. So I am taking applications for somebody to pay for my school for the rest of my life. Just send me an email. (laughs) Um, I wanted to take this opportunity, like I said, again, to share who I am, what I do, and why any of it actually matters. So without further ado, here's my story. Hang on tight. I grew up as a dancer, and like many dancers, I had disordered eating growing up. Not knowing how to fuel my body, along with the comparison game that is so familiar to all of us, led me down a path with food and exercise that was unhealthy, to say the least. I lived off full throttle and chips for a while while going to school, (laughs) Uh, and I am still amazed and a little embarrassed, uh, but still amazed that my body hasn't gotten more mad at me about that, Uh, and we are where we are at this point today. (laughs) So thank you, body. I literally thought I was eating healthy because they were baked rice chips. I've come very far. This is something that that I'm proud to say I've come far. I've always been into exercise and in the gym often. Specifically, I think I started going to the gym when I was about 16. And I that has always come very easily to me. Being a dancer, you're always active. You got a lot of energy. I don't know. It just is what it is. So that's always been fairly easy for me. But the nutrition piece I always struggled with. 
Again, being a dancer, I never really had to watch what I ate in order to stay relatively thin. And when you're 16, longevity is not the like first thing on your mind. For me, it was the last thing on your mind. It was like, does it taste good? Do I want it? Is it available? And then like four other things down the list was like, is it healthy? So fast forward to college, I found the Tone It Up community and I really found my home there. I gained a group of friends and a passion for living an honestly healthy lifestyle, not just eating crap on the weekends and earning my splurges through exercise. The community really taught me how to forgive myself for not being perfect and truly how to have a good relationship with food. It took me a lot of years to get where I am now, but it all started with Tone It Up. I remember sitting in my kitchen debating whether I should purchase a $150 nutrition plan, thinking that it was so expensive, but I wanted it more than anything at the time. Again, remember, I'm in college, so $150 (laughs) is like an exorbitant amount of money. But that small purchase, in the grand scheme of things, is the thing that made the biggest difference in my journey. I finally committed to something, and I loved every single second of it. A couple years after that, probably about two years after that, I booked a single ticket to California and I spent a weekend with 500 strangers at the Tone It Up retreat and it was such an incredible experience. I learned so much about myself and I got to enjoy the best weekend full of paddleboarding, spin classes, surfing, and of course, rosé, because what is life without rosé? Let's just be honest. A few months later, I had someone reach out to me to see if I was interested in being a beach body coach, and I was really just starting to get into the nutrition aspect of health a little bit more deeply. I said yes pretty quickly. I found that direct sales wasn't for me, but so I'm not going to sell you anything, <laughs> but I kept the interest in nutrition, and I started to pursue some certifications in nutrition. A couple months after that, I had someone reach out to me to see if I'd be interested in personal training at the gym he was working at. I has like it really just brought up this past memory that I have of looking at the trainers at Lifetime when I was 16 and thinking that it was such a cool job and is that something that I could do I really like it I love school and so that wasn't necessarily the direction I was planning to go in but I was going to school at this time too or I think I'd actually recently graduated and was really just on my heart. I felt like this is where I was being called to be. And although I had my degree in psychology, exercise and nutrition and just kind of helping people live a healthier lifestyle was really, really enticing to me. So I immediately said yes. And I've actually been working in the health field ever since. I trained for a while before finding the company that I'm with now, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, And it's just been incredible. I absolutely love this. This is my career. I will be here for the rest of my life. I can guarantee that. (laughs) Uh, And so when I'm done with school in January, I'm going to be accepting more individual coaching clients working directly with me. And I'm absolutely ecstatic about that. I really thrive in one-on-one situations and I love to hear about what's going on in someone's life and helping them overcome obstacles, uh, period, but also one at a time because it's so easy to get caught up in, I've got all this stuff to change and I have to do it so fast that we kind of lose sight that it really is about doing it one step at a time and sustainability absolutely rules. So I wanted to start this new chapter of my life, which is graduating from school, by getting deep and sharing my heart for health and why it matters. There are a million fitness Instagrammers, influencers, podcasters, and while a few of them are of the same mindset that lifestyle matters and protein is not king, most aim to give you abs in the quickest way possible or rip you to shreds with their next leg workout. 
If you haven't already noticed, I am not your typical fitness Instagrammer and podcaster. So as a job, I teased this a minute ago, as a job, I work in diabetes prevention and corporate wellness. Every year, I get to work with hundreds of members to change their lifestyle in a sustainable, balanced way. I see the struggles that people have to get off junk food or begin exercising. I see how much fear people have over losing weight and their current lifestyle. I see what people struggle with across the board and I've heard every barrier and struggle in the book. Seriously, you cannot tell me something I probably have not already heard. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that, that still exists that I haven't heard. It's brought me so much clarity and fulfillment because I get to do this day in and day out. But honestly, it also brings me some unease. Over the last few years, I've begun to notice that not only do people with weight to lose struggle with this, but everyone struggles with this. I can say with certainty that weight does not correlate perfectly with health. Thin people are no less likely to struggle with their health and sometimes even more so. You guys, 9 out of 10 people with prediabetes don't know they have it and many of them would be considered skinny. Just think about that for a second. That is terrifying. Nine out of 10 people with prediabetes don't know they have it. If you know you have prediabetes, you get, to, you get to take action. You get to do something about it and you get to change the course of your life. At that point, nothing is set in stone. You have the full ability to avoid diabetes. But once you have it, you start to have the complications and the struggles and the stress and the just all of the things that go along with diabetes that is so common, but doesn't have to happen. So let's do a little example situation that many of us have been in before. We've got two people eating junk food and getting no exercise, right? You can probably all think of somebody like that. One person becomes overweight while the other person is skinny as a rail. Typically, we look like the other per we look at the skinny person and go, "Ugh, this is so annoying." I look at cake and I gain three pounds, and they can eat whatever they want, right? But hear me out. To the overweight person, you are blessed. I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out. When we hold on to significant extra weight, it's our body's way of letting us know that something isn't right. Typically, when we align whatever is off, the weight comes off as we get healthier and healthier. While of course this is a burden in its own ways, you have the physical representation of what is going on inside you and you're able to use that to propel you to make changes. And you can see the results of those changes represented on the outside as well. Changes in weight, skin, mood, energy, etc., can all give you an indication that you're on the right path. So my thoughts on thin people living a sedentary and processed food lifestyle, I know that it feels like we're at an advantage because we, you can eat whatever you want and never gain a pound. However, I believe you're at a disadvantage because we don't see any of, any of the results of eat, eating and exercise habits on the outside, i.e. weight it's very likely that you'll not have a serious motivation to change. Um, so while you may feel like your body can handle anything and that you won't get sick, you can guarantee that to live and eat in that way will make you sick on the inside. Unfortunately, people in this category don't typically have many other warning signs until you actually do get chronically sick. And this is hard. And I don't mean for this to be a negative Nancy or downer situation, but really just think about it. When you have weight to lose, you feel it's a it's a social thing. You feel uncomfortable in your clothes you don't want to go out places or you have you just kind of feel like you're not maybe your true self as not weight doesn't make you your true self but that you're not maybe not expressing yourself to the fullest and this is to everybody who doesn't who is 
got five pounds to lose, 15 pounds to lose. Sometimes we can just feel that, right? Where we're not in our our best flow, if you will. I don't know if that makes any sense, but moving on. <laughs> um, and so it's, it's the motivation to change. The motivation comes from, I want to look different and I want to feel different. And it's easier because you start to see those results physically once you commit. Uh, and then the other people who like, why would I change if I can order pizza every day and still be fine? Why would I change? Right? So thinking of it from that way, maybe we'll, we'll see it in a different light. But the moral of the story here is that health matters for everyone. Health matters for everyone. Without it, we have nothing. The things that we're eating or doing are making us sicker by the day and are preventing us from doing the things that we've been called to do in life because we're too sick to do so. Now our children are growing up sicker than ever and that responsibility falls on us. I've got a couple, if you take a look at the the blog post for today, I've got a couple photo quotes here uh, and they're something that I got from school and they're kind of kind of uh, eye-opening here. So the first one is that more than 65% of Americans are overweight and it is estimated that by 2020, Yep, that's just about a year. Half of all Americans will have a chronic disease. Despite the fact that over $3 trillion is spent annually on healthcare, our nation is plagued with preventable epidemics like type 2 diabetes, from which one third of all children today will eventually suffer. A third. Type 2 diabetes, I want to make a little bit of a note here, is not genetic. So type 2 diabetes is not genetic, and it can be prevented or even reversed through an appropriate lifestyle plan. Many families will have type 2 diabetes due to the environmental factors that led to the disease. Typically, poor diet is the biggest contributor and it's passed down from generations. Think about where you learn your eating habits from and how you all eat when you get together as a family, right? So these are some of the things that can be confusing when people kind of think, well, my whole family's got diabetes, so I'm going to get diabetes. That's not how it works and you don't have to if you live that way, the same way that people with diabetes are, are living to get that way, then yes, you'll probably have it. But you don't have to. So don't feel like this is a genetic situation and you have no control. We have about 100% control whether or not we get diabetes. So I will say that. The third one here is that over if, if over 80% of preventable disease risk factors are influenced by behaviors like smoking, chronic stress, poor diet, or lack of exercise, why are we so unsuccessful at changing these behaviors? The standard American diet is spreading throughout the world and it's bringing with it the chronic diseases it, it causes. So these are some some big things, some really eye-opening quotes, different informational pieces here. And in regards to this last one about um, kind of if over, if over 80% of the preventable disease risk factors are influenced by behaviors like smoking, chronic stress, poor diet, or lack of exercise, why are we so unsuccessful at changing these behaviors? This is why I do this. We don't need to just know what to do, but we need support in behavior change. This is where a health coach comes in. I'm not your doctor or your dietitian, but I'm something completely different. When you go into a medical provider's office, you get 15 or 20 minutes of their time and they tell you what you need to do and wish you luck. If you didn't already know what you needed to do, this is absolutely a step in the right direction. But they can't offer much support outside of this setting and the current medical system is not set up for consistent help and accountability from these providers. Um, And Another thing too here with uh, the situation of a dietitian, I'm not just going to give you a meal plan. 
that doesn't solve the problem. So most of the the struggles we have with nutrition are not a lack of knowledge. In some cases, yes, and I am absolutely here to educate you and to help you with that. But it's it's the implementation. It's the fact that we are surrounded by temptation all the time. And the yes is so much easier than the no, right? So what the medical community is missing, I believe, are four huge components of health. Number one, and these, of course, are my beliefs as well, you know what your body needs best. We may have a better understanding of how the body works, but you are your best doctor. You live in your body day in and day out, and you know what you need, even if you don't realize it yet. You have that knowledge and that power is all on you. It's not, and, uh, and number two, it's not a knowledge issue for most people. Like what I said, lifestyle change is difficult to say the least. Without constant support, encouragement, and accountability, it's incredibly difficult for most people to sustain it for a short period of time, much less for a lifetime, right? Especially when we're thinking of the extremes, right? Which is one of the thing, one of the reasons I, I recommend against all of these extremes is that you're, they're just not sustainable for a short period of time, much less for a lifetime, right? So number three that I think the medical community is missing is that we can't separate life and health as though they don't influence each other. Through school, I've learned about a concept called primary food versus secondary food, which honestly informs everything about health when you think about it. So primary food is the most important and it's not the food you put on your plate. Primary food are your relationships, your career, your exercise, and your spirituality. When one of these is out of balance, it is incredibly likely that your food is out of balance as well. When we feel out of control in one of the areas of primary food, again, relationship, career, exercise, spirituality, we're much more likely to use secondary food, which is actual food, to fill our need for control. This is also where we may find that our cravings are absolutely rampant or we're just not uh, sustaining the changes because we don't have the support at home. The relationship piece is not there, right? And then secondary food is the food you put on your plate. So when your primary food is aligned, it is much easier to do what you want to do with your secondary food. So that's something that I think is is a really important concept. And one of the things that I'm really taking back from school the most is this idea of primary food versus secondary food. And that primary food really rules. How many of us know somebody who has, like, let's say they eat raw vegan diet, they exercise all the time, and they're not, like, they're the sickest people that we know, right? That's, it's, it's interesting because secondary food, just having a healthy diet doesn't give you the full story because we're not just physical beings. We are so much more than that. We need relationships. We need, I mean, we, we need our value and our worth in a career, whether that's an outside career or staying home and uh, taking care of kids, whatever that is to feel fulfilled in that. We've also got exercise, which mo- we are meant to move. We're not meant to be sedentary. We are meant to move. Makes a huge difference in all aspects of our lives. And then spirituality. So I subscribe to the Christian religion. I am a very Christian person. And so for me, this would be kind of religion. But how how is my religion? How is my relationship with God at this moment? Those are some things that I can re-evaluate when I'm feeling a little bit down or when I feel like my nutrition is completely off or I'm just struggling in general. These are the first four things that I go to. So there's the three. So the first three are you that you know what your body needs. You are your own best doctor. Number two is that it's not a knowledge issue. It's an implementation issue. And then number three is this primary food versus secondary food. And really seeing 
health as a whole body situation instead of just uh, one aspect or another, like health versus life. And then number four, bioindividuality means that everyone is going to have something different that brings them to optimal health. And so what sometimes the medical community misses is they say, here are your symptoms, here's what you're giving me, here is the output for that. Um, but they don't, it's just not set up, it's not their fault, it's just not set up to do the kinds of consultations that um, I as a health coach and other health coaches out there are able to do. So it's it's, a, I think, a very needed um, part to the medical community. I want to work in concert with all of the providers, and I want to be somebody who can refer you to a great doctor when it's beyond my control. And I want somebody, uh, I want to be able to have that doctor refer patients to me when it's out of their control. Doctors are not educated in, in nutrition. They've got less than 20 hours of training over all of their medical school um just training uh, in nutrition. And that is very scary to have those recommendations because nutrition is a very complicated field and it isn't just as easy as prescribing a fad diet, which is very, very common. So as a health coach, I get to work with you bi-weekly to discover what's stopping you from putting into practice the things that you already know and overcoming imbalances and struggles in all areas of your life. This stuff is difficult. Changing your lifestyle is difficult. I'm here to help in a no pressure and non-judgmental way. And I care about your health. That is so, so important to me. My mission is to help take the overwhelm and perceived deprivation out of a healthy lifestyle. You don't have to give up everything you love or spend a million dollars at the grocery store to be healthy. Whatever you feel is a reason that you can't live a healthy lifestyle, we can overcome that together. We can tackle things one at a time as you're ready to tackle them. You don't have to do everything at once and it doesn't have to be painful. As a country, we can't afford to stay on the path that we're on. And I'm here to do my part in helping to make this system less of a burden to everyone. So if you want to see if we're a good fit to work together come January and you're ready to see what kind of change you can make with the support you need, uh, go ahead and send me an email. I have my email in the bio for this episode, as well as in the blog post that goes along with this episode. So I can't wait to hear from you. I hope that this has helped just give you an understanding of who I am, why I'm here, why any of it matters, um, but also to give you maybe a different perspective on what a health coach does, especially one that is not affiliated with any specific business or um, kind of product. I am just myself. I'm just coaching for myself. <laughs> and I, I can't wait to hear more about what you think about this. If anybody's on the same wavelength as me, feel free, reach out to me, find me on Instagram, find me on, um, on Facebook or do just send me an email, chat with me. I'm excited to hear from you guys. Anyways, I will, I will be done talking about myself for now. <laughs> I hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next Monday. That's all we've got for our episode today. Thank you for listening. Rate and subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Remember that new episodes and the blog posts that go with them drop every Monday to start your week off right. You can find me on Instagram at The Balanced Body and my blog is balancedbodyblog.co. Want to work with me? Head to balancedbodyblog.co and click the work with me tab to see if we're a good fit. And finally, any comments, requests, or ideas on who I should interview on the show, send them to me via email or Instagram, and I'm happy, more than happy to add them to my list. Thank you again, and have a beautiful week.